Welcome to this brand new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Mark van Horek and myself, Elias Krum, and brought to you by Marketing Guys, the MarTech agency based out of the Netherlands. Welcome to this new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast, on which I today have Derek, Derek Osgood, and he is uh, calling in from Portland, Oregon today. Um, he's the CEO of Ignition. He's also the founder of Ignition, which is a go-to-market platform, but I'll let him explain that himself. Please introduce yourself, Derek. Yeah, excited to chat, Elias. Um, yeah, so, I mean, the the TLDR on me, just kind of quick background is, um, you know, I kind of started my career in entertainment. I was launching big, you know, AAA games as a PM at PlayStation. Um, role looked a lot like product marketing, but kind of closer to like traditional brand management and CPG. Um and, you know, I, I've basically been, you know, in and around venture-backed startups ever since, you know, building uh, building companies, leading product marketing teams and marketing teams. Most recently, I was uh, running the product marketing team at Rippling, where we helped scale up from seed to, to about 20 million in ARR or so um, before I left to go start Ignition. And, you know, I think what we're building at Ignition is really designed to be a platform where product marketing teams can collaborate with product teams to plan, execute, and measure go-to-market processes end-to-end. So we're kind of baking in a lot of the documentation and project management that's required around launch planning, but layering in kind of dynamic templates that help you to actually create a repeatable launch process out of the box um, and help align stakeholders with kind of different altitudes of communication for the different teams that need subsets of that information while kind of layering in tools that help you to actually execute the work involved in launch planning. So we're building in research tools for things like pricing research that you can just easily send best practice-based pricing studies to customers, which you can then import directly into your launch plan so that we can help you actually generate those plans faster and actually get to market quicker than than you would otherwise. Um, wow. that's yeah. I, I'm looking forward to, to this discussion because um, the background that I have and the experience that I have with a lot of product marketers and product managers, the, but basically your audience and people that are using Ignition and your, your target audience, the experience that I have and I have had with them is that they're constantly reinventing the wheel. They're, in, into my opinion, when they have a product launch, they, they just pull up uh, a PowerPoint and they try to put everything in PowerPoint. Then they start do some planning in, in in Trello or do some project management in Monday.com. And then they, they start to use all kinds of little tools and mm-hmm. start to reinvent what they already invented last time or that somebody probably invented. So um, I've taken a look at your website, uh, which is on haveignition.com. I'll put that in the show notes as well. Um, and the feeling I get there is when you describe the pain points of your customers, um, that your software is also based on that reinvention of the wheel. So the pain points and the mistakes that product marketers make. So what kind, what what are the key mistakes that you see that a lot of marketers, product marketers, product managers make in practice? Yeah, so I think, it, I mean, it's kind of what you just described, right? It's it, it, The reality is product marketing and, you know, go-to-market planning in general is such a multidisciplinary practice that you have to keep so many things in your head and have so many different 
skill sets around research, around developing marketing strategy, around identifying like which tactics to be using and what channels to be leveraging that you kind of like a lot of product marketers, they don't really have a repeatable process for implementing that launch to launch. And so what they end up doing is kind of like, as you said, reinventing the wheel, which wastes a ton of time. And they just kind of create a slightly different version of the process every single time they launch stuff because they're kind of starting to iterate on it and make it better and better. And I think the fundamental thing that a lot of product marketing teams get trapped by is because there's so much pressure on product marketing teams within the organization to be, you know, leading announcements for the company, they end up kind of allocating the same amount of effort to every single launch, regardless of whether that launch is like a big, meaty, tier one product launch that's going to have really major strategic implications for the company, or whether it's, you know, a kind of smaller feature release that's only important to a few customers. And so, you know, I think the the biggest thing that companies fall down on is that they don't have a structured way of thinking about how to differentiate, you know, what should be a big launch that we allocate tons of effort and budget towards, what should be a small launch that we allocate, you know, minimal effort and budget towards, and then operationalizing the implementation of those different structures. So, you know, the cool thing that we're doing is we're actually taking though a tiering framework, giving you a tiering framework out of the box, you can also kind of use your own if you want to, if you have your own like criteria for deciding what constitutes a tier one, two or three launch. And then we have these dynamic templates that will actually cascade out based on the inputs that you give us different tactical plans, different asset plans, different project plans based off of, you know, whether your launch is a big launch, a small launch or a medium launch, um, which helps you to just kind of more quickly deploy a repeatable process that actually can dynamically adjust to the different like shapes and sizes of launches. Um, I think another area that, you know, teams kind of fall down on is that they're, that they're building oftentimes the plans themselves for themselves as the consumers. And the reality is you have a bunch of cross-functional stakeholders within organizations, sales teams, support teams, the, uh, the rest of the marketing team that all need that launch plan in order to execute it. But the problem is when product marketing teams build out their plans, because they often do this in like fairly static formats, like you were saying that, you know, sometimes it's a PowerPoint, sometimes it's a document, um, whatever. Or an using. Excel even. <laughs> yeah. Or, or Excel. Totally. Like there's, I've seen it in every possible configuration you can imagine. I've seen it in every tool at this point. Um, but the, the, the problem is those, those, Docs are not very consumable for cross-functional teams. And so they end up maintaining like four or five different versions of the same exact plan for all the different people that need to actually consume it. So they have an exec version of the plan. They have a sales team version of the plan. They have a version for the marketing team. They have like four or five different briefs that they're sending to creative teams and to the, the rest of the marketing team. And that's and the problem with that is that they're duplicating all of the work that they're doing. And so, you know, again, like we're trying to kind of solve this by just giving you a much more configurable and like modular structure to the plan, which then allows you to have kind of different altitudes of communication for these different teams and just share out like the subsets of the plan that are important to them at, at given points in time. But um, I think, you know, the, the biggest problem ends up being just if you don't have a process, then you can't really solve for all these communication challenges that, that appear in launch planning. And are those templates that you mentioned, are those helping 
you to guide are those guiding you through that process? Yeah, totally. It's it's funny because I, I mean I've been doing product marketing for 15 years and you know I've talked to a lot of product marketers through this journey that have been doing this for a very long time and you know I think consistently what we hear is that product marketers because in part it's a relatively new discipline um, in part it's also a role that a lot of people come to from kind of non-traditional product marketing backgrounds and you know in part because of the complexity that I that I explained earlier um, it's something that people don't always feel like tons and tons of confidence around that their process is correct or that they're that the strategies that they're building are correct or that they're not like missing things and it's just really easy even if you've done this hundreds of times to forget things and to forget like an asset that you need to create or to forget you know a team that you need to communicate the plan to and so what what our templates are doing is that they're actually helping people to you know, get to market with a with a much higher degree of confidence um, that their process is correct. And we're working, we're actually working like Product Marketing Alliance is a partner of ours on this. So we're working with them on helping to build out these, these templates. Um, and so, you know, you can have just a lot of confidence that when you are executing your launch process, you're doing it in the right way with the right strategies, with the right tactics in mind, the right asset plans in mind. And you're not actually just kind of reinventing the wheel and forgetting stuff along the way. Cool. So um, people people should probably go ahead and 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 try it out. You have a trial on your website. I'll, I'll share that on your uh, on the on the show notes, of course. Um, but before people try it out, they might want to know, you know, what 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 kind of results can I expect? Can you share some of the results that you are seeing with your customers that are using the software? Yeah, totally. So I think, you know, the the biggest one that people people tend to see with us is just that they're able to get to market faster. Um, and I think, you know, this is this sort of goes back to what we were talking about with the with the tiering framework is, you know, if you're spending, you know, a high level of effort on every single launch, oftentimes you just don't launch as much stuff because you kind of are like, uh, it's too hard. We're not going to really like go announce and launch that new feature that we built. But when you have this process where the plans are, you know, 50% kind of built for you and you can just quickly spin them up and quickly spin up communications across the team and a lot of the kind of like just manual headache around the management of the launch process goes away, you can start to actually like ship more things and start to make kind of bigger announcements around things that otherwise you wouldn't have had the bandwidth to actually, you know, announce so we see a lot of companies, you know, feeling like they're getting to market a lot faster and saving tons of time. And we, we tend to, uh, as we've had some conversations with folks, it seems like teams are kind of saving somewhere in the vicinity of like 10 to 30 hours or so, you know, per launch, um, which adds up really, really fast when you think about companies, wow. especially software yeah. companies are launching, you know, 10, 20 things a month. Um, so we see a lot of that. I mean, huge time savings. Um, we're, we haven't really like done any quantification yet on, you know, the impact around actually having better launches where people are seeing, you know, higher revenue or adoption coming from them. But anecdotally, we've definitely heard from customers that because they've been able to spend more time on the actual kind of strategy and thoughtfulness around research positioning, messaging um 
they are seeing, you know, more adoption for their launches than they were in the past. Um, but we're start, we're still kind of collecting a bunch of data on, you know, what exactly how much impact that's having. Well, you know, I can fully, I'm with you there. So that, that needs to be investigated, but I think the first one that, that you mentioned having a faster go to market is, is like the most important thing that, that marketers probably have as an advantage by using this kind of software. So, um, uh, Derek, thank you very much for being on the marketing technology podcast. Um, it was an honor having you. Um, I'll share a link to your website. Um, so it's haveignition.com on uh, the show notes, in the show notes, um, as well as a link to your LinkedIn profile. So people can uh, can can look you up on LinkedIn and link if they're, they're interested. So thank you very much, Derek, for, uh, for being on the marketing technology podcast. Yeah, amazing. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or iTunes. Also, if you want to be a guest or know someone that should be a guest to our show, shoot me an email on e.crum at marketingguys.nl. Thank you for listening.